0: Anything better than a glass of beer is tea with Miss McGill. Oh. <laughs> and welcome to the Fourth Line Voice Podcast. My name is Darren. Thank you very much for tuning in. Episode 287 of the Big Show. Some enforcer based podcasting coming at you, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. How's everybody doing out there? Another wild Wednesday, hump day, folks. A couple more days, we're almost there. Well, folks, today here it is. I know it's been a long time coming. I know some of you put your lists in a long time ago, but I'm finally uh, I added them all up, tallied them up, right here. Here we are. We're gonna get down to it. Mount the Mount Rushmore of of tough guys for every for each NHL team, or Mount Punchmore, as Steve called it. Um, yeah. Basically, that is, uh this is the people's episode. This is what you guys, this is your votes. And uh, upon final tally, 63 people sent me their lists. S- thank you very much. And, uh, you know, it always been, on, on one hand, I would say it's like, oh, I, w- I wish I'd had more. Uh, at the same time, I have to, after tallying them all up. The last bunch of days, I'm kind of glad I didn't have more. Um, no, I mean obviously, you had your regular names that like 95 percent of the people put down, um, you know. But a lot of like one vote people, two vote guys. Um, so, and there was some uh, there's some interesting picks, um, and it was interesting because of course one of the one of the deals was that I had put in. Was you can't vote like you can't put Probert on Chicago and Detroit, so um, or like Marty in L.A. and Edmonton. Um, so that really, so with that in mind, you I could tell that really skewed the way people what teams, um, guys got put on uh, because you know they wanted to get so and so in, but like say it was Philly, you know, with such a, or Boston with such a rich history of toughness. And it's like, okay, but like, for example, do I put Jay Miller in Boston or do I put him on L.A.? You know, and it was like, but I want him in there, but, you know, I want Winsick and you know what I mean? Blah, blah, blah. It was interesting. Like, I mean, I mean, it was one vote, but it was like somebody had Schultz on L.A. and Tiger on L.A. And it was like, you know, you're you're just trying to get him in there, right? Um, so it was really interesting. The way, uh, the way people were thinking reading their, looking at each guy's list, you could see it was kind of like, ah, I see what he's doing. Um, you know, and it was, uh, and it was a lot of fun. Um, and I think what, what the cool thing was with this is it, um, I'm going to say uh, like it, 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 there, there are some d- different choices that, uh, I mean, nothing, you know, egregiously bad or anything. I mean, it wasn't, uh you know, I mean, you know, it wasn't whatever, like Nick Lindstrom made Detroit or something. It wasn't anything like that. I mean, I think that's who Chris voted for, but, uh, uh, but it was, uh, but it was just the way it went. it's like, because there was like, I mean, you get a guy like Langdon or something that played on, you know, four or five teams. It's like, yeah, he was tougher than so-and-so who ended up making the rush more, but it was like, yeah, but Langdon was only there for a season, right? So you wouldn't really think of him in that way. So it's like, it, it was interesting how it worked out anyway. So we'll, uh, I will get to that shortly. That's what this episode's about. I'm not going uh, to, I will save my ranting and raving for Sunday. Um, yeah, I already, it'll be my week on my week on the internet. I already had a a back and forth with some joker. Um, as I always say, there are some people that just, you know, apparently just, feel, like I said, feel the need to talk about it, and, like, just comment on everything, despite not knowing what the fuck they're talking about, clearly. Um, but anyway, I will get into that on Sunday. I'm not going to wreck the Mount Punchmore episode with that, uh, with that foolishness. But, uh, you know, before we get going, as I always say, I'm a member of the podcast, Hockey Podcast Network. Over 50 shows in the network, all the NHL teams have podcasts, so whatever team you're a... Or all, I guess, I, I the way I say it, it's like, well, the Boston Bruins aren't on the Hockey Podcast Network. There are people that do a Bruins podcast. I mean, I guess, I'm assuming you guys already figured that out, but... Yeah, all the NHL teams are represented, so whatever team you're a fan of. But there is a podcast for you. Terry Ryan's also on the network. He, just had, he actually, speaking of Langdon, he just had Darren Langdon on his show. Um... And then, of course, my off-network friends. They're, uh, my my friends are dwindling. My off-network friends are dwindling. Of course, I got Jolton Joe Lazito over at the Nordiques Knuckles podcast and the Coliseum Chronicles, and I don't know Coney Island comments, and I don't know the Brooklyn Subway podcast. I, Joe's got podcasts for everything, I think. But he just released uh, on the Knuckles Nordiques podcast. Take two. Try this again. The Nordiques Knuckles Podcast. I've, my tongue will work here eventually. Ivan Matulik, part one. Uh, Joe, I have that downloaded. I have not listened to it yet. I will be listening to that in the truck tomorrow. Um, but yes. But Joe Joe is... Um, I, I'm, I'm actually pumped for Joe. He, he, you know, he's actually getting episodes out in a fairly frequent manner. Um, not that he didn't want to before, but it was just... It, it, it was the battle with guests, right? But... Uh, right now uh knock on wood joe's winning that war right now got some guests he's uh and he's putting out content and, they, and it's terrific just to to get him back on the air and um joe i need to get a hold of you uh i i want to get you on the show to do something uh i'm thinking out loud huh that just came to me hold on folks i where's my pen i gotta need to write this now um There you go. Yeah, where's my mind? Yeah, as soon as I thought, po- all of a sudden it just like popped into my head out of nowhere. Oh, uh-huh. um, uh, yes, squirrel. But, um, well, and I and of course, you know, old Jordan there at the Five uh, five in a Game podcast. Um, he's heading back out to uh, the oil patch in Alberta here. And uh, unfortunately had a little uh, incident with his audio and lost uh, a bunch of episodes that he had had saved. So I'm not quite sure what he's going to do. Um, I don't know if he's going to take the complete time off, and then when he gets back, you know, restart it up, or will he do some stuff when he's out in the patch? I can't see that, but maybe. Um, actually, one of the nights, maybe in the oil patch, when he when it's when he's sitting there not doing much, I'll uh, I'll get him on the phone and uh, we can talk about a few things. But um, yeah, so that's what's going on. I mean, uh, other than that, I mean. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, no Alec anymore and uh man. It's straight I got I'm gonna have to mix up my my intros here, but uh but yes, you will be hearing old uh friggin Mud Show, old Salem there. He will uh I'm getting him on the show shortly. Him, Jay, I'm gonna get him the band back together. I gotta get Jay oh yeah. Look at the look at the types of um, I tell you, I'm hanging out with a better class of loser, let me tell you. Uh yeah you know I got Iowa and North Carolina coming at you for the for the minor league mayhem bracket breakdown. Yeah, what a crew I'm associating with. Holy shit. But um I want to get that tournament um going uh let's see probably next weekend. I want to get the voting going. I have come to the conclusion that I'm going to put it on Facebook. Um, YouTube, I've tried to get some stuff going on YouTube here recently, YouTube, or on YouTube, okay, uh, I've been trying to get it, normally I've always done the tournaments on Twitter is what I'm trying to say, and, uh, sorry folks, it's like 9 o'clock, what is it, it's 9.25 Tuesday night here and I'm babbling into the abyss, um, yeah, it, Twitter's just not happening, you know, and, um, I think Facebook, I got I have a, I have a bigger reach on Facebook, uh, in terms of minor, like, how do I want to put it? I think if it's an NHL tournament, like if it's the Probert tournament, Twitter's okay. But I think with the minor league stuff, because um, it's more of a niche thing, I think Facebook could be a lot, is going to be a lot better. So, yes, that tournament, I've, uh, I look forward to bringing it. And, uh, yeah, much like it's that time of year, right, with March badness going on. Hey, we're going to do our own, uh, we're going to do our own brack mayhem, minor league mayhem madness is what we're going to do. But, uh, yes. Oh, and before I get going into all of this, I want to throw out a few things. Uh, I, I want to, uh, you've heard him on this show a couple times, my boy Tony out in Vancouver. Uh, he just had some surgery and he's a little sore right now. So, uh, you know, ev- everybody send out uh, positive thoughts to Tony, um, He'll be all right. He's, he'll be bounced back in here in a couple of weeks. But, uh, you know, um, I, I, I sent him over a, 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 Tony Tanti, uh, towel and a Donald Brashear throw pillow. Uh, it, it is get well basket. Hopefully that gets there soon. Um, <laughs> but get well. And then I, and then my boy Charlie, he's, he's, I, I hear he had his surgery. He's uh he's up doing hot some hot yoga. He's he's uh he's ready for some line dancing and he's ready to go. So uh I'm I'm working something out with Charlie. We're gonna get him here on the air here. I don't know, maybe he can he can lay down some uh, some facts with us about the Peterborough Pete's. That was kind of his jam growing up, so we could talk about the uh, the old Pete's days, some old OHL stuff. But nonetheless, we'll get you know, last week was uh this Guy Tim's birthday. You know, and uh, apparently there was no Ilkis a salo jersey, but you know they did get him some Shell Samuelson socks. The kids did, so congratulations to Tim. And uh, yeah, I, I I was gonna say I, I I got a bunch of listeners. You know, imagine that you're you you have surgery and you're laid up and you can't go anywhere, and somebody slaps on this podcast. Holy shit! Imagine you can't reach the fucking power button, and you got my voice as you're as you're lying there in bed. You know, unable to move. Oh, that's like waterboarding for God's sake. Yeah, but all right. Enough yapping. Let's get in. We're we're getting right into it, folks. We're right, we're going right. There's no preliminary. We're going right to the main event. Mount the Mount Rushmore. That was the that was the uh, purpose of this. Uh, oh man, how many weeks ago was that that I asked for that? That had to be a month ago now because it was before Vegas and all that. But. um... I want again. Thank you, everybody who took the time to uh, send to the email and the private message, the li- their lists. Um, I will tell you now for you jokers that replied in the comment section. I did not count any of those, um, because you can't read. I'm not. Uh, I'm not counting it. Reading comprehension, folks. Um. But yeah, as I said, uh, I believe sixty-three. Is it six? Yeah, it was sixty-three. It was sixty. Yeah, it was sixty-something, give or take one or two here. But sixty-three entries. So, hey, if I get sixty-three people to listen to this, I'll be pretty excited. <laughs> no, I do a little better than that. Um, but again, thank you to those that voted. Um, yeah, it was fun. I always, I always enjoy. Um, I, I guess what's the word? Audience participation? Um, cause one, it makes my life a lot easier. But, um, but I, I, I don't know. I think there's more of a connection there. I mean, um, I mean, I mean, we do ran, the random lists or whatever. I mean, that's from whatever website or whatever. But, and then other than that, it's basically, it's, it, well, it's just me giving my opinion on things. And, um, so whenever I can include the listeners, um, it's much more personal that way. And, and I, and I, and I think it's a much truer, um, well, it's a much more truer sense of what the audience is, is about, right? Um, cause like I said, it's, it's, I mean, we're all fight fans here. And I mean, you know, for the most part, I think, I guess, how, how would I put it? Um, the people that listen to this show on, on the regular would kind of not about everything, obviously, but I think for the most part, we're sort of in agreement on a lot of my things. And, and I think if we did lists and stuff, we'd all kind of be kind of give or take the same, right? You know, cause you, I guess you sort of gravitate obviously to people with the same ideas, same opinions, sort of, so to speak. Um, I mean, not that I'm wildly out in the weeds somewhere. I mean, maybe on some things I am, but I mean, for the most part, I think I'm pretty down the middle, straightforward, you know, kind of like, well, yeah, no shit, you know, kind of thing. So, and I think most people are like that, right? I mean, every once in a while, there might be an odd take where it's like, mm, I disagree, but for the most part, I think we're all sort of in, uh, what is it, in lockstep with each other. But, uh, but when it's, uh, but when it's stuff like this, um, and it's a bigger, like, you know, all the NHL teams and, and I mean, you're throwing a lot of names around. Um, yeah, people are going to have different thoughts on different things. I mean, you know, I mean, you look at a Buffalo, I mean, well, of course, Ray is going to be on, like, Ray was on every, on all 63 lists. Ray was on it, right? There's going to be some guy, like, Probert was obviously on Detroit. I mean, there are just guys that, of course, everyone is going to vote for 100%. Um, but then there's other guys. And like I said, I think it's, I think you guys will be surprised with some of the, uh, the final totals and, uh, yeah, and actually, there wasn't any where. Oh, it's a tie, and Darren has to break the tie. Like, no, there was enough. Um, uh, you know, I didn't have to do any. I just added it up on certain guys. Like, and uh, and that's what it was. And uh, yeah, and it was and it was cool. And like I said, some names popped. Like even when I was doing the list, and I'm looking right writing, writing down the list because all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, shit. You know, I didn't even. It was somebody I didn't even think of, and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, would I have him on mine? No, but it's cool to see the name. And uh, and there's a couple guys that actually ended up getting that. Well, the very first one here in Anaheim. Um, the fourth guy I'm going to say is, uh, it th- I didn't have him on mine, but I'm like, I was, I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool. When I first saw his name the first time, all of a sudden I was, I put check marks beside it a bunch of times, and you know, and it's like, oh, he made it on there, you know, so. It was cool. So, of course, with Mount Rushmore, it is the four names and uh, or four guys. And uh, as I said at the top of the show, one of the uh, the really the only rule I gave is you can't put uh, a guy on two teams on on more than one team. So, which led to, like I said, people scrambling around and put sort of putting guys where you wouldn't um, sort of think they would be uh, because you don't really look at them that way, but. Uh, yeah, they ended up there and uh, it it made for some interesting results So, uh, how about we get into it, shall we? All right, off the top, um Uh, first of all, I want to thank Steve for the Mount Punchmore, that was a great name But I also want to thank him for his list, Steve just couldn't do it alphabetically Steve, you had me going back and forth on my book here, yeah, all over the place you know, and I, I think somebody else wanted to do the old-timer. I'm just going to do the original six teams. Oh, okay. Well, I, I mean, I guess, but, you know, going to do the Maroons and the Wanderers too? Like, you know, all right. But, uh, no, thank you again for everybody that voted, and uh, let's get into it, shall we? Well, here we are. We're going to start off here with the Anaheim Mighty Ducks, and uh, the four names that we ended up with, Uh, Well first of all What should I do Should I give you the four names Of the name And then I'll give you the Yeah okay I'll give you the four names And I'll give you the the, Kind of the list of like Who everybody kind of voted for Um, Yeah that's what I'll do Uh, Yeah really thought out uh, Plan here Yeah I've only had like Three weeks to get this ready Uh, uh, Anaheim We got George Peros Todd Ewan Stu Grimson Kevin Sawyer How about that Sawyer the Destroyer, making Mount Rushmore in Anaheim. Hey, fuck, I was pumped. I dig Sawyer, man. Um, But I didn't see that happening. I actually, like, I didn't do a list, but it's like, I wouldn't even have thought of putting his name down. But not on a slight to him. I mean, I I love Sawyer, but it's like, you know, I just, you know, he's kind of there for a year, right? You kind of, all right, you know. Um, But some of the names that were up here on, uh, the other names were Carpa, Reichel, Josh Gratt and Cummins, uh, I can't even read my own, writing. somebody put Corey Perry, uh, that is terrible, I wrote a name and I can't even read my own writing, brutal, but anyway, that was the, that was sort of the names, um, so, yeah, there you go, uh, you know, and that's the thing, I mean, you could have, like, Mackenzie, blah, 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 I mean, there's a bunch of guys you could go through, but, yeah, it, um, yeah, Kevin Sawyer, that that that's pretty badass. I gotta say. But I mean, it's it's um, you know as I'm just kind of scrolling hockey DB. I mean, yeah, uh, Baumgartner. B- oh, BX. That's the name I'm trying to look at. Uh, BXA, Jared Bull. Um, Mike Brown Burnett. Garrett Burnett. You know, thirty nine games, one hundred eighty four minutes. Rest in peace. Yeah, Cummins. I think I threw Cummins out there already. Um, Yeah, Uh, yeah, Grimson. How many game? How many games did Grimson play there? Yeah, two thirty one. Actually, that's more. That's more games than I thought Stu played there. Um, Yeah. So I mean, yeah, Mark Jansen. uh, Jansons. Pardon me. Sorry, Chris. Pete LeBetillier, love it, yeah, but yeah, um, it's sort of, like I said with this, with with these, I mean, with some of these teams, it's a real, um, you know, you can kind of get the, um, kind of the one season, the, the one season tough guy, um. Yeah, Kevin Sawyer, 97 games. Although 97 games, 363 minutes. Um, yeah, so he was certainly busy. But, uh, yeah, I, I was pumped to see uh, Sawyer make the list. But uh, there you go. Peros, Ewan, Grimson, and Sawyer. Um Oh, yeah, when I get to Arizona here, it's this Arizona slash Phoenix. I will say I probably didn't do, because some some people did, like, the avalanche and then they did the Rockies. And then some of the people did the the avalanche and then they did the Nordiques. Some people did, you know, Carolina slash Hartford. Other people did Hartford. Other people just did Carolina. So I should have been more, um, um, like, uh, okay, just do this team and do that team instead of leaving it up. Cause it's sort of, it sort of muddled up the votes on a few teams. Um, Arizona and Phoenix being one of them kind of, um, but yeah, so for the Mount Rushmore, for those teams, we. Uh, mm, Carcillo, ugh, uh, uh, Keith DeChook, Josh Grattan, and old biz nasty, Paul Bissonette, uh, was a Rushmore for uh, Arizona slash Phoenix. Um, other than that, it was like basically Nazaroff and like Chris King were the only other names that were thrown out there. Um, yeah. Oh, and there's a couple of McKenzie's. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's probably, that was on me, that one, that's more of a confusing type one, uh, seeing fucking Carcillo's name sort of gave me the sour belches, um, not for, actually, playing-wise, I didn't, I I don't have a real issue with Carcillo, I mean, he put up the numbers, he did fight and everything else, um, but, uh, yeah, just in general, his, uh, I guess his, his life after hockey has, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess that's, um... Oh, I believe I read somewhere. Fun fact. Actually, Daniel Carcillo is the last person to get 300 minutes of penalties in the NHL. It was 7 08. He had uh, 57 games. He had 324 minutes in Phoenix. Um, you know, overall, I, I gotta say, like, Carcillo wasn't bad. I mean, he'd scrap and stuff. I'll give him that. Um, I mean, I was actually... what he, During his playing days, I was neither here nor there on him. Um... You know, again, that was sort of that late, you know, 2010, uh, you know, well, I said 2007, but 8, 10, 11, I, you know, I was kind of not really, by that point, I was sort of out of hockey, give or take. I really, or wasn't really paying much attention to Carcillo, plus he was an OHL guy, so, um, never really thought much about it, uh, or about him, um, I guess when I bring up his name, and I say it now, um, with, and of course he was the whole CTE thing and fighting's bad and all that. And he, he was going, he, I noticed he hasn't late. I, I don't know if someone told him to dial it down, but he's really kind of lower. He, he's, he's not really on social media anymore. And, uh, you know, or certainly not making the noise that he once did. Um, I know it was a bunch of years ago on Twitter. Um, he and I kind of got into it. Uh, not that I was swearing at him or anything like that, but it was right kind of when the, the whole CTE thing was happening, Matador died, passing away, and, and all that. And he was really vocal on, on social media about it. And I've always said with the Carcillo stuff, um, I, I basically agreed with him on a lot of the stuff. It, it was I didn't like the way he was going about doing it. And I think he was kind of doing it really kind of, uh, he's kind of being sneaky and, Inskniving about it and and I and Bissonnette called him out kind of basically call him a liar and And uh, he got called out by a bunch of former players um, and he kind of went away after that. I mean, um You know, I understand he was sort of passionate about the project and what he was doing and and the head in trauma thing And everything else I understand that but and it's terrible and all that And I'm, not certainly making light of it And I mean there's some guys going through some tough stuff and without a doubt, um I just didn't like the way he went about it. And, um, yeah, and like I said, it wasn't that I completely dis I disagreed on some of the stuff he was talking about, and I think he was full of shit on some stuff. But um, I think he's kind of being overly dramatic to kind of prove a point or to kind of make a point, which I didn't i didn't really appreciate. But um, and basically on the, the whole Twitter thing, it was him and – basically he was talking about just fighting in hockey. Do you think it's needed? And uh, I'm opening for a debate while well, – him and I start debating, uh, kind of. And again, it wasn't like I was swearing at him or anything; it was being real respectful. But he threw out a couple points that I just didn't agree with, and I'm, I kind of called him on of them, and, you know. And I had a bunch of people sort of agreeing with me, and then he just blocked me, and it was like, well, okay, you clearly don't want to have a debate, um, you know. I didn't have a podcast at the time. I would have liked to. Have, I mean, I guess I could have him on the podcast now, but it's sort of, I don't know. I don't have the. Maybe I I don't have the desire to really argue about that anymore, but um, you know, nonetheless, I mean that has nothing to do with Mount Rushmore. I'm I'm going off on a tangent here, but uh, that was that was actually my only kind of real my interaction with Daniel Carcillo was on uh, was arguing with him on not even really arguing with him, but um, just kind of going back and forth with him on Twitter. But uh, where's my list? What, oh, Um Yeah, the thing with Biz. Um, and I've said this on the show before. I know, you know, he's obviously on Spit and Chiglets and he's like the bunt of the jo- the the butt of the joke and, and he's in you know, a self-deprecating, you know, all that stuff. Eh, you go back and watch those fights. Biz wasn't bad. I mean, he really wasn't. I mean, you know, was he a killer or a top 10? No. But I mean, for a guy that really wasn't a fighter and turned himself into a, like, he was always sort of a physical D-man and, in the Ontario League and all that and through the minors, but, you know, he found that if he used this fist, he would make the NHL and he did, uh, cause he wasn't going to make it on it on his, at his skill level. And, uh, and for, to me, yeah, it's, I always commend guys like that because it's like, you're, you gotta, that, that's a real tough role to put your mind into and to step into that role. That's the one thing when I, I'd, I'd love to have Biz on the show. And, and, you know, we always have some laughs and stuff, but to be serious and just kind of really get into that headspace of the mentality that it took um to get into that enforcer role when that's really, you know, playing, you know, no one, he wasn't real, like, I don't think he wanted to do it, but I, he understood there was a need for it. So he's like, okay, I'm going to get in this space and become a fighter. That's a tough thing to do. I mean, it's like, oh, what's the, oh, is the saying I like to say? is you know, he, you, you can't paint stripes on a house cat and call it a tiger. I mean, and that makes it a tiger. It's like, you, either you ha, you kind of like really you have it or you don't. And uh, you know, and I, to manufacture kind of, you know, obviously he was the He was tough to begin with, but like I said, to get in that headspace, that mentality of a fighter, that's tough, man. And I commend him for you know. And like I said, dude, all, you know, it's all you know, all you know, biz. And we all have you know, fun with the jokes and stuff, but. When it comes down to fucking, you know, hey, I always say it fuck, comes down to nut cutting time. He was fucking there. And, uh, you can say whatever you want about him, but he did it. And, uh, yeah, I'm down with Biz. He's cool. Uh, Chuck, yeah, I mean, great power forward. I mean, you know, for a 50 goal guy, he'd fight. I mean, I wasn't the biggest fan, but I mean, you know, great player. And then, Josh, and I mean, Josh Grattan, if you're a fight fan, who doesn't love Josh Gratton? I mean, one of the most exciting fighters ever. I mean, you'll watch his fight with McGratton or his fight with Colt Noir and a bunch of his fights. Like, Josh Gratton was awesome. I love Josh Gratton. He's awesome. So, there we go. Carcillo, Biz, Chuck, and Gratton. <clears throat> and uh, let me tell you. And uh, what do we got? The four names. Terry O'Reilly. Stan Jonathan. John Winsick. Sean Thornton. There you go. Those are the votes. Um, let's go to the list here. What do we got for them? Well, we had, a, we had a Cashman. We had a bunch of buyers. Flamin, Lucich, uh, Neely. There was a, a bunch of Jay Millers. Um, yeah. And then, uh, and then obviously these. Uh, nobody, Mil- nobody voted for Milbury. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. Taz, Jonathan, Winsick, Thornton. Um, you know, I mean, there, there's the claim for, for buyers. I, um, I I'd, eh, I'd probably, I if I, I probably, eh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, I'd have Jonathan before buyers. I don't know about Winsick, though. Yeah, the thing I always say about buyers. I'm a big Lyndon Buyers fan. I like Lyndon Buyers, but he just you know, could never stay healthy. And I don't know with buyers. I think there's a lot of. Um, uh, a lot, a lot. There a lot of uh, I don't know, kind of a bust, really. Um, and I and I don't mean that in a mean way or whatever. But he had so much potential. I think what people don't realize is he played with the Regina Pats in the Western League. He played on the world. He played on Team Canada on the World Junior Team. Uh, Byers was a power forward in the Western Hockey League, thirty goal guy, and uh, could just never get it going in uh, in the NHL. And I think. Uh, Uh, You know, and I think it's his own. He admits it himself. You know, he part kind of partied his career away, right? And you know, hurt and whatever, and um, didn't stay really stay in shape and stuff. Uh, And I think I think Byers left a lot on the table, and uh, I think he could have been better because the few times he was a little bit healthy and stuff, and he'd fight. I mean, he was always a really good one-two punch with Byers. He was kind of the Robin to the Batman, but good uppercut and yeah. LB, I was down with LB, Um, but I don't know. I don't know if I could put him in front of Winsick. Just because Winsick went to war, right? Like, and there was no... There was no no doubt about that. And, uh yeah. But, again, you could make the argument with Jay Miller, too. But, again, people... I think some people wanted to get the, you know, the O'Reillys and stuff in there. So, um yeah. And Thornton, I mean, he did it for so long in Boston. And, um yeah, I can't, I can't disagree with Sean Thornton either. And I, you know, maybe, I guess that, maybe that's the fanboy in me. Like, I mean, I'm a huge Sean Thornton fan. And he, he did it for so long in the minors and everything else. But, yeah, I get it, man. But, yeah, you can have a Cashman in there and stuff. Um, yeah, it's, it's like I said, Boston's had their guys. And, uh, oh, there was a vote for Nylon as well. Um, so, um, yeah, there you go. Buffalo. Yeah, this was pretty universal across the board. This was sort of the one team where there really wasn't anything different. It was Larry Playfair, Rob Ray, Brad May, and Barnaby were the, were the names. Uh, there was a couple votes for Hartman. There's a couple votes for Andrew Peters. And a couple votes for John Scott. Now, I, I would say Playfair, May, and Ray are solid three uh, that I would go with. Um, you could add O'Donnelly in there as well. But I think those three I would definitely have in there. But same with Barnaby, though. I mean, he he fought a lot, put up a ton of minutes. I mean, are there, were there guys tougher? Like you know, like was John Scott or Andrew Peters better fighters than Barnaby? Yeah, probably. Yeah, but you know, um, again, I, you know, to put take off my fa- like, I've ne- I've always been, I've been vocal about it. I'm not a John Scott guy. I don't. I never got the appeal of Scott. Um, I don't think he understood. He was a massive guy. He was all right when he fought. Um, I, I personally think he picked his spots a little bit. I think there's some names on his fight card that aren't, that should be there that aren't there. Um, you know, and I, one of those guys, college guy, I don't think was really into the role. I don't think he understood the role from listening to him talk in a couple of his podcasts, the way he tells some stories. Um, I mean, it sounds weird for me to, like, who am I to say it? But, I don't know. To me, he, I don't. He didn't really get the enforcer role thing, I, to, in my opinion. Um, but a new age tough guy, code guy, one of those, and eh, you know, but but big dude. I mean, could probably certainly do some d- damage if he had a trigger. Um, I just don't. You know, I don't ever think he got mad enough or whatever. Whereas Barnaby, I mean, Barnaby was a motherfucker, right? And it's like, yeah. I mean, I would put Barnaby ahead of Scott too. I, I can't, I, I think those four are the guys that I would go with, um, Calgary, we had Sandy McCarthy, Tim Hunter, Gary Roberts, and Ronnie Stern, Stern threw me a little bit, um, like I look at the Calgary list, we had votes for Plett, Paplinski, uh, Chris Simon, and Aginla. um, I mean, you know, obviously, Sandy McCarthy and Tim Hunter are no-brainers, for sure. Um, Gary Roberts, again, great power forward, great career. Love Gary Roberts. Um, I, I, I'm i a huge Stern fan. And I was really surprised. He was great in Calgary. He had some great fights and stuff. Kind of that light, heavy, middleweight guy. But I was just surprised that many people voted for him, to be completely honest. Um, but, I, I mean, I'm down with him. But... Uh, um, uh, you know, I guess you can make the argument for a Ginla in front of Stern, um, Plett as well. Um, this is where it falls into the Atlanta Flames, Calgary Flames thing. Um, you know, but yeah, Stern, Stern was cool to see on here. I, I love Ronnie Stern. Um, yeah, see, it again, the next one, Carolina slash Hartford. So there was a bunch of like, because it was basically Torrey Robertson, Jesse Bulleroy, Scott Walker, and Darren Langdon. Um, it, it's funny. I completely forgot Langdon played in Carolina, actually. Um, but it, I think it was one of those things. I mean, when I think of Langdon, I think of the Rangers, right? But, I mean, there's so many names of the Rangers. It's like, yeah, but i got to get Darren Langdon on my list somehow, right? And I think that's that's what happened. That's how he ended up on Carolina. Um, what were some other Carolina uh, McDermott? Ray Neufeld. Uh, Brookbank, I was pumped to see Wade on there, Gleason, uh, and Mike Commodore were the other names, and Ed Costellic. I, I see you out there, um, yeah, so, I, again, that was on me, I should have been more specific with, uh, Carolina slash Hartford because I think it, 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 uh, kind of muddied the waters a little bit, but, um, yeah, well, and with Hartford, I mean, you know, you could have went with a Fatio McKenzie and stuff like that, right, so, you know, um, yeah, I, I kind of messed that part up, but, uh, yeah, I never thought I would be putting a Tory Robertson on a, on a Mount Rushmore, but the guy played a long time and put up minutes and fought. I mean, I, again, I don't say this in a like, you know, oh, fuck these guys. I mean, I'm not trying to be a disrespectful to Tory Robertson. I'm not at all. I mean, the guy did it for a long time. You know, um, you know, was he the greatest fighter in the world? Well, you know, no, but, um, Longevity was there. He did it, and uh, you know, props to you, man. But I don't know if I'd have him on a Mount Rushmore. Like Tori Robertson himself would probably agree not not to be on the Mount Rushmore. But we're here. We are um, the Chicago Blackhawks. Keith Magnuson, L C Secord, Dave Manson, Ben Wilson. There you go. Now there, here is a product of. Uh, we can't have, you know, you can't be on the same, same team or can't be on two different teams. Cause when I think of Ben Wilson, I think of Philly, uh, you know, but I think, but Philly, I think more than any other team has so many guys that it's like, okay, well, I gotta like, you know, i got to get this guy in and that guy in, oh shit. What about Wilson? Oh, I'll put him on Chicago. So and, and you can just see that's how the lists were going. So regardless, Ben Wilson got his name on a Mount Rushmore as it should be. And, uh, you know, obviously injury at that point, tail end of his career, but, uh, I mean, obviously Ben Wilson's Philadelphia, obviously, but, uh, I th- like I said, I think obviously people wanted other guys for Philadelphia because they wanted to get them in somehow. So Ben Wilson ended up with the Blackhawks, but who else do we have? Uh, we had Grimson, Apeluso, Makita, Roenick, uh, and Raskowski. You know who I was surprised actually? Uh, was on very few lists, was Kurt Fraser. And I think, you know, and I think that probably being a product, uh, you know, late on, or early in being out in Vancouver and not being seen. And then, uh, you know, kind of at the end there in Chicago and stuff. But man, like Fraser didn't fight off. What a great player, though. What a great power forward. My God. Go look at his numbers, man. And Fraser could bang. Holy. But yeah, I kind of thought he would show up in Chicago, but he didn't. Um But yeah, I mean... Keith Mags, a heart and soul guy um you know did he win a lot of fights no but he was always in there bled for the logo i mean absolutely um C-cord, eh, great power for great player um i i i never saw the Seacord fighting thing i you know i mean he fight and stuff i'm not always oh, a pussy and like no he wasn't anything like that he was you know tough guy would fight but i don't know i never thought much of his fighting kind of a wrestler, I don't know, I, to me he was a little bit overrated as a fighter, but certainly, like a power forward without a doubt, uh, Dave Manson in Chicago, yeah um, definitely would fight, Sam Paper defenseman, I love Dave Manson, I'm a big Manson fan um I know, well as I brought up before, there are certain people that have, that have turned many against Dave Manson, um You know, which is unfortunate. Uh, But, uh, no, I mean, yeah, I I mean, I like Manson. I I think he really fizzled as a tough guy, like as a fighter after he left Chicago. Um, A a bunch of episodes back, I did a player spotlight on Manson. And going through it, um, I didn't realize he fell that far off the cliff in terms of fighting. Like, I mean, we're talking Dave Manson. We're down to like two fights a year. You know, I mean, what are we doing here on some of those I didn't realize it was that bad. But uh no in Chicago, uh what we'd fight fairly regularly and uh yeah, I'm down with Manson, he's cool, man. And like I said, Ben Wilson, I mean, you know, great fighter with great Chicago. Um, uh, but definitely you know, injuries and at the end of the line. But uh, I mean I would have Wilson in a Philly jersey. But I understand through the parameters of the exercise, gotta get him in there somewhere, so yeah. Uh, Colorado, we had Cody McLeod, Scott Parker, Ian LaPerriere, and Adam Deadmarsh. Um, yeah, Cody McLeod, long-serving, uh, Avalanche, uh, player, um, you know, an old dub guy, you know, I'm down with McLeod, kind of a newer age, tough guy, um, you know, I was sort of out of the game at that point, um, I mean, I know, I've seen his fights and everything, I have no problem with him, tough dude, um, Scott, I love Scott Parker, he was awesome. Uh have been watching him since he was 17 in the Western League. Uh Came in with a lot of hype. Took a lot, again, a few people on the message board hyped him up so much that it pissed off so many others. Parker catches used to catch a lot of shit back in the day and still kind of does for whatever reason. I have no idea why. Never lived up to the hype. Well, no one could ever live up to that hype, but I think he did a pretty good job. Yeah. You know, oh, well, Probert, yeah, okay. Well, Probert beat up a lot of people, so... Um, but no, Parker had a great career. Unfortunately, uh, shortened due to some head injuries, which weren't even from fights, it was from errant sticks and pucks. Um, Ian Le played forever, scrappy guy, undersized, would take on anybody. Um, you know, was he killing guys in fights? No, but I mean, again, one of those guys he'd block a shot with his face in the third period, fight somebody that ran a guy. So, I mean, I'm down with Lafayette. He's cool as shit. And then Adam Deadmarsh. Again, great power forward, unfortunately, injuries, career cut short. Um but a great player. Fortunately took that real rough knockout from Drovanosky. Um but what a talent. Yeah. No, I'm da- I could see that. Uh who else did we have written down for Colorado? People had voted for Audgers. uh Patrick Bortolo. um well, I will say there was a Colorado Rockies. They had Beck, DeLorme, Paymont, and Ramage. There you go. Um, tremendous. Oh, I forgot. Old old BJ. He was throwing out everything. I will say. He took the exercise seriously. Thank you, sir. Uh, Atlanta Flames. He had Plett, Ken Houston, Filipov, and Quinn. And he also threw in Atlanta Thrashers. He had Audres, Bolton, Garnet Axelby, and Denny Lambert. I, I never thought I'd see Garnet Axelby, former Blade. There we go. I was impressed. BJ, thank you very much for that. Took that shit serious, man. He was right down to the, the brass tacks. I yeah, I thought for sure we'd get a I'd get a goddamn um, you know Montreal Maroons from you or something. But um tremendous. And now here's a word from our sponsor. Ready for the underdogs, the upsets and unbelievable action from DraftKings Sportsbook. The biggest tournament in college basketball is here. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on college hoops and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all customers can score a no-sweat bet during rounds 1 and 2 of the tournament. Go to the app, opt in, and place a no-sweat bet this weekend. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. Yeah, guys, is my favorite time of year as far as tournaments go. Uh, it's going to be an interesting one. It's Houston, odds on favorite. Are the Zags it's going to fly under the radar? Maybe they'll do it. UCLA's best player is out. A lot of things can happen. This is what makes the tournament so great. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Win or lose, only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. But yeah, Colorado Rockies. But there we go. Uh, so that was the avalanche. Uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, fairly straightforward. I think this is pretty much, I'm, I'm looking at the, I think that was everybody. Uh, well, there was one for Felino and a Josh Anderson, I think, got one vote each. Other than that, across the board, it was Jared Bull. Jody Shelley, Derek Dorsett, and Jean-Luc Grandpierre were, uh, you know, and I can't argue with that. Jared Bull was there forever. Love Jared Bull. Jody Shelley, same thing. Massive fan. Derek Dorsett, uh, really came into his own in Columbus. Um, unfortunately, he had the injury where he had to, had to retire. Um, who was he with? Vancouver at that time. But yeah, I like Dorsett. He was a little bastard, but again, heart and soul guy. And Jean-Luc Grandpierre, uh, Kind of one of those guys who was kind of an undercover, you know, big dude. Um, didn't fight much, but when he did, he was really good at it. Um, yeah, so, but that was pretty much universal across the board, those four. Um, next we have, i got to pick this up here. I'm at like the 43-minute mark. We're still in the Ds here. Um, yeah, see, this is where I screwed up again. It was Dallas and Minnesota. But then everybody was like, oh, is it the North Stars of the Wild? You know, so it all kind of got muddled together. Um so, I mean, I could have kind of, yeah. But what actually ended up happening is, of course, in uh, Dallas, Minnesota, Wild slash North Stars, um, Basil McRae. I think Al voted Basil twice. <laughs> uh, Basil, Churla, Bougard, and Matt Johnson. And then uh, some of the names that were left over, like Tenority, Hatcher, Ott, um, Willie Mitchell, uh, Barch. Brad Maxwell, Bobby Rouse, um, and Sylvain Blue End. So, yeah, I mean, that, that again, ah, fuck, that was on me. I screwed that one up. Um, you could have definitely made a, a thing for the North Stars and the Wild. Um, but nonetheless, for that, for what we're doing here, yeah, I mean, Basil, Churla, Boogie for sure. Um, the fourth spot could be, yeah, Hatcher or Tenority. Matt Johnson. Matt Johnson had some really strong years of the Wild, though, I will say um, I was never really a Johnson guy with the Kings. I personally, I think they rushed him. Um, I don't think he had any business at 19 being in the NHL, especially being a lone gunman. At that time in the league when everybody had those guys, yeah, too early, I think. But uh, Minnesota, he he really came into his own. So, I mean, it, you know, is that a brutal pick? No, but, um, but Basil and Sheryl, I, oh, I mean, Basil... I, I mean, I, you know, Al's yelling at his dashboard right now. But uh, I'm I'm not a huge Basil guy, but I always got to give him his due. Um, I don't know. Like I said to Al, I I, I kind of went through. I went. He and I went back and forth, and uh, I, and I know he, he was a big Minnesota guy and he watched all the time. But I was telling him, I said, I don't know. I I watched a lot of Basil stuff one night, and it, he didn't look that bad. I mean, I mean, was he killing guys? No, but I mean. I fought everybody. I mean, was he winning them all? Eh, you know, he, he was fighting everybody. We'll put it that way. But he wasn't, I, you know, was he terrible? No. Um, but yeah, you know, great fight card. Um, Shane Churla, ah, he was one of the most exciting fighters of all time. Toe to toe guy. Shane Churla is awesome. Bugard, uh, again, tragic story there, cut short, but for the time that he was there, he certainly made a huge impact. Massive guy. Um, was definitely a, one of those new age nuclear missiles for the size that he was. I mean, phew. But Derek Bugard's rookie season was as good as, as good a season as anybody has ever had. And, uh, yeah, Boogie was something, man. When he was full strength and healthy and raring to go, oof, not much better. But, uh, there we go. Detroit. Yeah, Detroit was fairly universal. I mean, obviously, Probert, Coaster, Darren McCarty, and Gordie Howe. Where the four? I mean, really, the only other names were Polonich uh, and Ted Lindsay. Um, were kind of really the only other names that were thrown out for Detroit, but those were across the board. Um, you know, Probert. I mean, whatever. I don't. I don't convince people of Probert. Um, Gordy Howe, Okay. I mean, yeah. I, I yeah. I personally have, I have, any listeners of this show for a while I have, I have heard me go on and on about how Gordy Howe's fighting prowess, I think is sort of manufactured. Um, I don't think it is what everybody thinks it was, but definitely legendary just in terms of toughness. Yeah. Darren McCarty. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then same with Coaster. I get Coaster being in Detroit. Me personally, I thought Coaster's best years with the Rangers myself, like I think in Detroit he was always the Robin to, to Probert, right? The Batman, Batman and Robin, and he was a sidekick. Not that he was like ducking guys, but it was almost like he kind of took the number twos on, right? And he would do well and everything else. Not saying he couldn't have fought heavies because he did and he could without a doubt, but I think Probert could have took that and Coaster took that secondary role. But when he got with New York, he kind of, he was the number one guy and uh, to me, I think you. I thought he was better in New York than he was in Detroit. That's just me. Um, you know, obviously he had the hand injuries, unfortunately, at that point, but would still could still go and bang. And I mean, he had some huge wins with New York too. So I don't know. I probably would have put him in New York myself. Although in saying that, then who do I put in Detroit? Eh, you know. But that was sort of universal. Uh, Edmonton, uh, Dave Simenko, George Larock, Kevin McClellan. And Kelly Buckberger, Um, Semenko for sure, LaRock for sure, obviously. Uh, Kevin McClelland, I was really happy to see in there. I'm a huge Kevin McClelland fan, and I think a lot of times he goes, um, he gets overlooked. Um, But yeah, but again, uh, some of the names were uh, uh, Debrusque, Steve McIntyre. Uh, obviously McSorley, but obviously you could see, right, where people, they want to get Marty in, but they want to get some other Oiler guys in. So Marty is, you know, I'm not going to, you know, obviously going ahead here, but obviously Marty's in LA. Um, <clears throat> sorry, folks, that stop and starting. Uh, it was funny. I, w- I went upstairs and, uh, my wife's got the laptop open. She's, uh, she's got basketball on. She's studying up. She's doing her March Madness bracket. We're in this, uh, our office pool at work. We go in it every year and, um it's like the only time all year my wife will watch sports she'll watch the marsh madness tournament yeah up until her bracket gets like totally annihilated and then she just quits watching the tournament but she actually does fairly well but she takes it cereal she's online she's reading all these different blogs and sites and she's shit she, she had game highlights on just now when i went upstairs she hit her bracket for me though i wasn't supposed to look at it I didn't look at it but uh yeah some serious, because of course, not only in the office, but I mean, there's some obviously some bragging rights in the living room. See, because I, I mean, I kind of pay attention to basketball. I bet on it a lot, whatever. Um So, you know, in theory, I should do better than she does, but yeah, there's been a few years where I get she absolutely smokes me in the in the bracket, and uh, I hear all about it. So, anyway, yeah, I do go upstairs, to the bathroom real quick, and then uh yeah, I see her. They're studying game tape. I was like, holy shit, we're serious now. Uh, <laughs> But where were we here? Edmonton. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's the thing with Buckburger. I was going to say with Buckberger, Um I know he catches a lot of shit online and always oh, a catcher and all that. And, eh, yeah. But I mean, there. I don't think he, I don't think anybody can question his his heart and his character. And I mean, he went for it. And uh, yeah, he took some kickings, but phew, didn't, you know, didn't back down and he didn't care. And yeah, he, uh, I'm a Buckburger guy. I, I like him. You know, was he the greatest fighter in the world? No, but I mean, you know, he, he'd go for it and swing, man. So I'm down with him. Um, Florida, we had, uh, Paul Laws, Peter Worrell, Jovanovsky, and Scott Mellonby. Again, another underrated power forward. I'm down with Scott Mellenby. Um, Florida, who are some other Florida guys? We had Mike Haley, Todd Simpson. I love Todd Simpson. Uh, Terry Karkner, Sean Thornton Sean Thornton actually got a bunch of votes too And I think this was the product of People wanted him in there, but they didn't want him in the bot, Like, they couldn't fit him in with Boston So I'm gonna put him in in Florida So, I mean, you know, he finished out in Florida And had a little bit of a run there Uh, do you really see Sean Thornton as a Panther though? Man, that's like saying, you know, put him on the ducks, right? Eh, you know, so No, I, I, I think, like, was Sean Thornton a better fighter than Scott Mellenby? Yeah, but I mean, obviously Mellonby, well it's union he has seniority, so I can see it. I love Scott Mellonby though I know old kid at the morning skate show will be pumped um but yeah i I'm down with that um Jovanovski, another guy um underrated fighter um i was I was on YouTube one night, and I don't know think like somebody sent me a link to some of his fights and I mean i had seen him, but like I said, you see thousands and thousands of fights, they all run together after a while. And I mean, obviously I know the big knock on a dead marsh and all that stuff, but but just Jovo was awesome, man. Physical. It was like a highlight video of him or something. But just physical guy, could play uh he was he was great and could fight. And man, he would bring shit, man. Like that straight arm bomb. Like he was he was not afraid to throw hammers, man. Yeah, so I'm down with Jovo. Great player. Um LA, of course I said, as I said, McSorley. Jay Miller, Jay Wells, and Kyle Clifford. Interesting choice. I was surprised. I was surprised by the number of people that had Clifford on their list. Um, other LA guys, Maloney, Reichel, Evenons, uh, Sean Avery, uh, Tiger Williams, Dave Schultz, all got kind of singular votes. But, um, I mean, obviously people, you know, wanted to get Jay Miller in again with the Boston thing. It's like, I can't squeeze him in in Boston, but I'll get him in in LA. Same thing with McSorley at Edmonton. I'd always say I'd probably put Marty in LA though too cuz that was kind of when he really came into his own kind of stepped away from Samenko's shadow and stuff and uh yeah I'd have Marty I'd have Marty in LA too. Uh, Jay Wells uh, just solid grit defender uh you know in the old purple and yellow days and uh I'm down with Jay Wells man physical guy tough guy. Kyle Clifford um new age guy um been in LA for a while. I, I mean whatever. I mean again I'm not going to sit here and try to I, I could maybe, on one hand, tell you how many Clifford fights I've seen. Um, but again, looking at the list, it's like, you know, he got a bunch of votes. And, uh, you know, I I mean, would I put Reichel ahead of him or something? I don't know, maybe. You know, but, you know, it is what it is. I mean, new age guy, but he has been there for a while and he's done some fighting. So, um, yeah, there you go. A little different look at the L.A. But, uh, yeah, McSorley, Miller, Wells, definitely. Um, Montreal, we had Chris Nyland, John Ferguson, a lot of Lodeline, and John Cordick. Um, who else with Montreal? Uh, Shane Corson. Uh, Dean, you're messing with me, putting Larry Robinson in there. Um, yeah, I mean, Corson was actually, it was Corson and, and Kordick were kind of the final, was the kind of the fourth one, and, uh... Cordic beat him by two votes. Uh, a lot of votes for Corson, and that's what it was basically: Nylon, Oldline, Ferguson, and then a mixture of Corson and Cordic, uh, with a couple of Robinson. Um, I mean, I, I would have been fine with Corson as well. Um, obviously, he was there longer than Cordic. Um, if they fought one on one, I would have Cordic, though. Um, but for longevity, obviously Corson. Um, but either either or, I'm you know, I'm fine with either of them. Nylon, what needs to be said? I mean, you know. With the 80s was definitely Nyland's Montreal years. I know he played in Boston, New York and stuff, but he, you know, he's always been a Montreal guy for sure. Ferguson sort of the, it was definitely, it was, has always been called sort of the original enforcer. Um, you know, what, what more is there to be said about Fergie? Uh, line, one of those guys when I was growing up, uh, I know there was a, there was a topic on the board the other day. I think I'm going to do this on the show. It was sort of like, who did you like couldn't stand growing up, but as you got older, you appreciate it. Lyle was one, Lyle would fall into that category for me, but what a solid foot soldier, undersized guy playing D back in the nineties and shit. That's like, man, dude fought everybody and undersized, but like always was in there. I don't know there's something about him that just irritated me though. I don't know what it was, but I've, like I said, I've come to grow over the years, but, uh, and I love John Kordick and, uh, and Shane Corson, I was never, again, another guy. I never liked Corson growing up, um, but going back, I appreciate his career now. Great power. Like, he, he was always, I never said he sucked or anything, but, I mean, there was something about him, I just never liked him. But but better fighter than I, give him, than I gave him initially, gave him credit for. I know Chris out in Regina. If you're listening to this man, get a hold of me. I'd love to hear from you again. I, I miss talking to you. Um, but, yeah, he was always a Corson guy, and he was the one that kind of turned me on Uh to court. he's like yeah no seriously I mean you know he was always a homer but whatever but I know remember he sent me some discs and it was like yeah god damn he's pretty good um but yeah great player though great player uh Nashville this was interesting um two2 Darcy Hortichuk, Patrick Cote and Wade Belock. I was surprised at the Belak thing, but again, people wanted to get different people in Toronto, right? So gotta get Belak in the, on this, on the list somehow. So again, I can see how people, uh, how their minds are working. Um, yeah, Hortuchuk played for a bunch of different teams. I love Hortuchuk. again, former Blade watched him, you know, obviously since junior. Um, 2-2 for sure. Um, other than that, I mean, the, the only other name that people ever threw out was Walker for that I saw with Nashville. Um, so. When there was a, a Weber one as well, I don't know about Weber, but um, you know Patrick Cote. I mean, for the couple seasons that he was there before he had his issues, he was awesome. Um, You know, Belak had a couple strong seasons. It wasn't there for long, but a couple big wins. Um Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, just there's not a lot of just just not a lot of history there, right? And um but can't argue with the picks. Um, New Jersey, we have Danico, Shanahan, Randy McKay, and Troy Crowder. I don't know what you guys and your Crowder pick, but uh other names that were tossed around Dave Maley, Oliwa, uh Scott Stevens, uh Peluso. Um why is my writing so bad? Oh I wrote it twice. Oh. Um so I can't argue with that. I mean Danico Iron Man, played forever in New Jersey, great career. Shanahan, one of the best power for if not the best power forward of all time. Uh, Randy, Randy McKay, loved Randy McKay, really came into his own in New Jersey. Huge uh, reason for those cup teams, great player, turned himself into a real solid player. Troy Crowder, I mean, I don't know, I've talked about this on the show before, I have nothing personal against Troy Crowder. Personally, to me, I'm like, I don't know, he had four months in the NHL that were great. I mean, he had four great fights, and the rest, I don't know, they were just sort of there, and I mean, he was okay, and then, yeah, of course, he had the injuries and whatever, and then kind of, you know, just mentally, he just wasn't into it, he just wasn't into the role and and what have you, and he kind of wavered back and forth, he came back after injuries to Detroit and LA, and was never the same, but... Um, for one brief, he was a what do they call he was a shooting star, and uh, everybody he had everybody talking that the one year for sure. Um, but he made some waves without a doubt. Um, then I'm not trying to rush, but it's like an hour, I don't want to keep you guys for that long. Plus, to that, it's like 10.30 at night here, so I'm kind of I won't rush through it completely, but I'm gonna pick up the pace a little bit here. Um, the Islanders, uh, Clark Gillies, Bob Nystrom, Mick Fakoda, Eric Cairns. Uh other names included uh Baumgartner, Chara, oh you jokers near Chara. Uh Gary Howitt Pilon, and Pelon. Um you know I at first I, pro- I at first I would have went like Gilly's Nice from Fakoda Bomber. But then the more I thought about it, I was like, yeah, all right, yeah, Karens, because Karens really came into his own and became dominant when he was with the Islanders. So it's like, you know, was Baumgartner a dominant? Yeah, but Baumgartner was kind of dominant too, not in a Karens way though. I mean, they were completely different fighters, and Karens was so big, but but you know, like he was at the range, he's kind of the glass jaw syndrome going, and there was kind of a lot of question marks about him. But when he came to the Islanders, boy, oh boy, he uh, he turned it up, and he was the he was the Probably one of the top, you know, top echelon guys, you know, at that time. And so I could see him being on here. Gillies and Nystrom are no doubters. Um, you know, and again, Fakoda catches a lot of shit for the body slamming thing and all that. And I mean, I get it. But I mean, dude's fight card a second to none. Fought everybody. Was there forever. Say what you want. You got to I mean, even the haters got to have Fakoda on there. Um, with the Rangers, uh, actually... Uh, it's funny because uh, this was the one time um, when I said you can't vote for – the way the numbers broke down, Langdon ended up on the Rangers. Um, and he, but he was also on the Carolina-slash-Hartford. Again, that's where I said it was so muddled up and there wasn't – like there was five votes, four votes. Like the other teams, there was like you know, 48, 50 votes for a guy or unanimous 63 votes and whatever. Langdon yeah with the Rangers he was you know so unfortunately you know that was my screw up but uh with the Rangers Fatio Langdon Fontanotto and Bookaboom was actually how it ended up who were the other names that showed up here Hatfield Graves uh Beck Purrington Koser, Vandenbush McPhee. um you know so it was kind of spread out um but, you know, I mean, Fatio, can't argue with that. Langdon, I would have Langdon with the Rangers, too. Uh, Fontenotto, I mean, you know, for that time period, he was kind of the big bad Lou, right? Of course, every Gordy, Gordy got him, you know. But, okay, before Gordy got him, uh, Fontenotto was sort of recognized as, like, the champ of the league. I mean, you know, whatever that meant back then. I mean, because they didn't fight like they did. You know, they didn't put up 30, 40 fighting majors, um, so, but it it was a different time, but Fontenotto had a huge rep though, for sure. That's why it was so big when him and Gordy got into it. And then Bookaboom. Yeah, big D man. I mean, you know, did, did some fighting with the Rangers, big guy. Um, you know, of course had the injury, unfortunately, but I mean, I think it was just so, so many of the votes were spread out. Like, is Bookaboom a better fighter than like Koser or McPhee or Vandenbush? Yeah, probably not. But like I said, they were spread out. So it was like, you know, he he got in there. Um, I'm not trying to take anything away from Bookaboom, Boom, but um, it was interesting. I mean, like I said, he had Karens in that mix too. Um, I wouldn't have Karens at the Rangers. I definitely think with the Islanders, obviously. Purrington was kind of a funny choice. I like Purrington though. I mean, he takes a lot of shit from people, but I like him. Um, but I would have had, I would have mixed, I would have somehow, I think, mixed up my Detroit vote with somebody else and then put Coaster with the Rangers. That's how I think I would have went. But I would've had Langdon I would think I would have had Fatio Langdon coaster. I don't know who else I would have had at fourth though. Huh. Now that I think about it, yeah, I might have actually hit yeah, Bukaboom. Boom maybe I would have gone Fontenotto. I don't know. Gosh, shit, goddamn, maybe I would have went with Bukaboom, too. Huh. Now that I'm thinking at looking at the list and thinking of everybody's lists, it's like, yeah, I guess. Hmm. Well, there you go. Um, Ottawa. Chris Neal, Dennis Viel, Brian McGratton. Oh, and you guys, you guys are trying to give me a stroke, I'm telling you. And Chara, um, look at Lambert, uh, Borowitsky, Wah, Kanopka, Knighty, Matt Karkner were the other names. Um, well, Neal, obviously, that's, I mean, he got every vote clearly. Um, Viel, yeah. McGratton, yeah. McGratton, I think I probably would have put on the Flames, though. I think that's when he really, that's when he had that dominant run with, with, with the, with, well, he was with the Flames twice. Um, but I could see in Ottawa, it's where he got a, whatever. Um, I think again, people wanted to get McGratton on their list. So, um, again, I have no problem with him being in Ottawa, but I think I would have picked him in Calgary. And then Chara, eh, you know, I, I guess. I mean, again, it's not like Ottawa's had a massive history of fighters. Um, yeah, would I have Lambert and yeah, I probably actually had Lambert maybe. Um and, you know, and then that thing and Karkner were kinda of just one of your guys. Yeah, so I guess. Yeah. And I think a lot of people wanted to have Chara with the Bruins, but you had too many Bruins guys, so it's like, well, oh, I gotta get him somewhere. So a couple of votes of the Islanders and then a couple of votes of Ottawa, but it was just spread out through so many guys that he got in. But um, yeah. You know. I won't I won't go on about Chara. <laughs> Oh, here's the, here, Philadelphia. This was, um, you know, of all the teams and all the guys, I mean, you know, Philly, but I mean, it ended up, uh, the hammer, Dave Schultz, Dave Brown, Rick Tockett, Glenn Cochran. Um, actually Cochran beat Holmgren by one vote. Ben Wilson obviously had votes. Dan Kordick had votes. DuPont had votes. And Eric Lindros had votes. Um... I I Brown obviously, Schultz obviously. Um talk it's their all time penalty minute leader. But then it's like, okay, well what about like I mean really you could go Brown Schultz Bruby Wilson if you're going a straight toughness. Um but, uh, but then talk is the all time penalty minute leader. And then Glenn Cochran was as tough as ever. So I could see why people, they see what I mean when people wanted to get Wilson in there. But it's like, well, if I put Wilson in, but I want Cochran in there, where do I put him? Like, where are you going to put Cochran in Chicago or I Edmund? Mean, no. So I mean, he's got to be with Philly, right? But it's like, eh, you know, and then you get Holmgren, of course. And yeah, so that was a real, that those vote, that was really tight. I mean, Brown and, and Schultz were, I, they were on everybody's, but, uh, well, except for Steve, I think you forgot Brown. Um, but, uh, other than that, uh, it was a real toss up between guys, but that came, you know, you can't argue with those final results though. Um, I love all those guys. And like I said, Philly's got such a rich history of toughness. It's like, man, what are you going to do? Um, Pittsburgh, Paul Baxter, Battleship Kelly. Gary Risling, Eric Goddard. There you go. Um, who else was on Pittsburgh? You had Roscoe, you had uh, Bugsy Watson, uh, Bus- Roddy Rowdy Roddy Buskis, Jay Caulfield. Oliwa had a name in there. Anglin had a couple votes. Roberts, uh, Aaron Ashman had a few votes. Um, yeah, I mean Battleship Kelly of course made it. You know, was huge in Pittsburgh. Baxter. I mean, I was never a Baxter guy, but I mean, 400 minutes in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean he was a he was a bastard, but I mean, you know. Um, Gary Risling, uh, one of the ugliest probably guys in the NHL. Um, you know, who, what a mug. Yeah, what, what's the old saying? I think he ran the hundred yard dash in a ninety yard gym. Um but uh and then Eric Goddard, who's one of the baddest dudes ever. Um so I really can't Pittsburgh's one of those teams though, like really like just kind of one-and-done guy, I mean, you had LaRock there, and blah, 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 you know, Caulfield was there for a while, but it's like, no, I'm not knocking Jay, but I mean, you know, how many, how many, win, I mean, fearless, fight everybody, but terrible balance, but, uh you know, and then I love Aaron Asham, but, it, you know, did he play long enough there, England, yeah, you can make an argument for England, um, it just seemed like there was, you know, because, I mean, like I said, you had, you had LaRock there and, and different guys but they weren't there, they were never there for like Marty was there briefly, already started there and then came back there and then you know, it was always just sort of in and out and in a talk, it was there for a while too right, so, um, oh and there was a vote for Kevin Stevens as well, now that was all Pims, no fights um, great player but he was not a fighter but yeah, but that was interesting but Battleship for sure, Baxter, Goddard Risley. yeah, I can't really argue with that um, San Jose Odgers. The original gangster, so you gotta have Jeff Rogers in there. Link Gates, Ryan Klo, and Owen Nolan. Uh, other votes in San Jose were Dodie Wood, Nazaroff, Marchmont. Um, yeah, again, another team, not, not a, I mean, you know, who you, I mean, Rogers was right from the get-go. I mean, I get Link, but it, well, the thing with Link is he didn't really play that, but like, as I said, would he play 64 NHL games? Well, okay so kind of a one-year guy, right? Clove, unfortunately with the injuries and stuff, great player, but you know, had the head injuries. Owen Nolan, again, great power forward, great player. Didn't do a lot of fighting when he did, he wasn't bad. Um, but yeah, just a real toss up in San Jose. I mean, I would have had Marchman on there instead of Clo, I think. Um, I'm not putting Nazaroff in any list at all. Doty, wood I love Dodie Wood. Um, I, Again, didn't, although he played more than Link So it's like, well, you know Now, do I think Dodie Wood's a better fighter than Link? Yeah, no But You know, but he played 100 and some game to Link 63 So it's like, eh But I mean, Link, I get it with the whole You know, what could have been thing But yeah, interesting there I mean, Audrey's no problem But like, Link and Chloe were kind of wild cards And then Nolan, yeah St. Louis, you had Brian Sutter uh, Tremendous captain, power forward Sutter was awesome uh, Bob Gasoff, legendary name, um, and Twist and Chase, of course. Um, some other names that were on there in St. Louis were uh, Plager, uh, Durbano, Reed Lowe, Cam Jansen, uh, Dwight Schofield, and Ryan Reeves. Um, yeah, some great names. One name I will say with the Reed Low. I, I encourage anybody out there. You go back on YouTube and look up Reed Low stuff. He is massively underrated. Guy was in awesome fights. Um, just did he have like real huge knockout? But no. But I mean, so go back and watch the American League stuff with the Wooster. Oof, unbelievable! I got a whole bunch of it on my YouTube channel, Fourth Line Voice on YouTube. Uh, seriously, do a deep dive on Reed Low some night. You will be impressed. He was he was great action fighter. I'm a big Reed Low fan. Um Cam Janssen again, Cam, yeah, tremendous. I love Cam Janssen. Um Yeah, he definitely could have been on there too, but again, you know, Gasoff, there's there's just such limited footage, but of course, you know, legendary stories and and everything like that. And again, gone too early, you know, of course with the tragic motorcycle accident, but um you know, legendary stories with Gasoff. Um, and then, you know, Twist and Chase. I don't need to sell you guys on Twist and Chase. I mean, they, what a great tag team. They were a tag team. It's funny how it went just all the way through with Sastoon Blades here up through the IHL and Peoria and then to the NHL. Um, you know, after Twist came back from Quebec and, uh, you know, uh, awesome chase undersized, but fight everybody heart of a lion. Uh, you know, never like, you know, you never really saw him get beat up. He just, Just a technician. He was awesome. And then Twist was just an animal. Um, but yeah, hard to argue with any of those names on there. Uh, Tampa Bay, you had Rudy Pochek, Andre Waugh, Enrico Ciccone, and Chris Gratton. There's a name, Chris Gratton, another under, kind of an underrated kind of power forward guy. Um, was, you know, played for a long time under radar out in Tampa and stuff, you know, before the old NHL package and you saw everybody. Gratton was sort of, you know, in the, in the shadows, but had a great career. Um, Chikoni, uh, of course, his whole political thing in Quebec now, getting rid of fighting. Old Enrico's really, uh, really, uh, changed his tune these days, but yeah, I mean, you had Steve Downey, Debrusque, uh, Chris Dingman, uh, Sandy McCarthy's names all came up with Tampa Bay. Again, Kanopka as well. I mean, one of those teams that's kind of never really had a real sort of the revolving door of tough guys, but so it's kind of really hard to nail down four, but I think those are pretty good. Um, at Toronto, uh, Tiger Williams, Ty Domi, Wendell Clark, and Colt Orr. Others included Red Horner, uh, Belak, of course, Bob McGill, and the Bomber. Um, yeah, and I think this this came down to because Domi got a bunch of Winnipeg votes too. So, uh, but I would I would have Domi in Toronto for sure. Like Tiger, Domi, Clark, and Orr. Yeah, that's pretty solid. I, I those. Yeah, those would actually be the four that I would go with as well. Yeah, solid. I mean, you know, what? I don't really need to sell you on any of them, I don't think. Um, Vancouver, you had Gino, you had Brashear, Craig Cox, and Rick Rippon. I was, I was, um, the Craig Cox and the Rick Rippon really surprised me. Um, I, I'm a massive fan of both. Um, other names include Garth Butcher, had a lot of votes, Snaps, uh, Kevin BX, I had a few, Stance Meal, was that Tony? Um, and DeLorme. Um, and Strudwig had one. Oh, there you go. And McAllister had one. Um, I mean, Ojik and Brashear, I can't argue with. Um, McElhargy probably could have been in there as well. Um, same with Garth Butcher, just for longevity. But, um, hey, man, Craig Cox. I, I The Cox thing really surprised me. Um, but I, I, Craig Cox is awesome. I love Craig Cox. Just wide open, didn't give a shit. Would fight everybody. So the surfer from Cali, swinging man. I'm down with Cox and then Rick Rip and one. You know, again, unfortunately, you know, with his passing early in his life, but for the brief time he was there, great undersized middleweight guy, but would fight everybody. Tremendous technique. Um, love Rick Rip and he was awesome. So to see him make the the Mount Rushmore from you guys was pretty cool. Um, Washington, Scott Stevens. Craig Berube, see, there's the Berube thing, right? I sure a lot of people wanted him in Philly, but where do you fit him in? Oh, I know, I'll put him in Washington. Um, but he had a he had a big run in Washington, too. It was not like he was just one and done there. Like, he played a long time in Washington, so I get it. Um, what I, okay, Scott Stevens, Craig Berube, Chris Simon, and Alan May. Um, Alan May, long tenure, was there a long time. Again, one of those guys, when I was talking about the topic, of I didn't like growing up but have a respect for now. He's one of them. Um, You know, was he a killer? No, but a real technical guy. Uh Lefty cross grip, you know. Um, Scott Stevens, definitely early in his career with Washington, did a lot of fighting. Um, obviously tailed off as he got older and went to New Jersey and stuff, but he was a big fighter in the Washington. So I agree with that. Um, and then Berube and Simon, like Berube and Simon were killers, you know. Simon, unfortunately, had the, you know, went through the shoulder issues when he was in Washington as well. But long hair undertaker looking Chris Simon, yeah um winnipeg see now this is like old school winnipeg for sure you had uh, jim kite jim Mann, uh cronin the barbarian and Gore donnelly um other names included domi uh dustin bufflin uh, anthony peluso thorburn Boschman, and tim waters uh interesting picks there um but uh pretty hard to argue with kite and man cronin and donnelly um you know, I know the whole thing. Oh, good night, Jim Kite and all that shit. But I mean, nah, in the early eighties, when Kite first came up with Winnipeg and stuff, he was good, real solid heavyweight. Um, you know, had some great rights, right, run-ins with Dave Brown and shit. Yeah. Kite was all right. Jimmy Mann, again, real lack of footage, but go listen to my interview with William, um, from way back when he was in Winnipeg during that time and growing up. And he had, he told some really good man stories. Uh, Cronin, um, I think Sean Cronin's one of those guilty pleasures. Um, and then Gordon, I love Gordon Donnelly again, underrated. I always think Gordon Donnelly's really underrated. Um, yeah, he was awesome. Gordon Donnelly was awesome. So, uh, other than that, boys and girls, um, we did have a few write in vote. We had a Nordiques one. We're Paul Gillies, uh, Randy Moeller, Donnelly. Um, I already said the Rockies won Atlanta Thrashers. Yeah. So thank you BJ for those. I mean, he went all out with those teams. Um, I appreciate him doing the kind of the, uh, the old school Rockies, Atlanta Flames. Never thought I'd get an Atlanta Flames list. Ken Houston. There we go. Willie Plett. Damn. Willie Plett was good, man. When you look at his stats, unbelievable, big dude score power forward, man. But there you go, folks. There is your, uh, as voted on by the by the listeners and the Facebook group participants was uh, your Mount Rushmore of the NHL. And uh, I think it, it produced a lot of interesting names and, uh, you know, some obviously no shit names, but um, I think with the exercise not being able to be on two different teams or whatever, really forced the people to mix up their lists. And of course it ended up with some interesting um, finishes, you know, like I said, with Ben Wilson, with being on the Chicago and stuff. So um No, that was really fun. And like I said, I, I would appreciate you guys for taking the time to send me your lists and, uh, and, and it was cool. And I said, anytime I can, uh, include you guys, uh, in the show, um, with your results and stuff. Um, like I said, one is it's easy for me to make an episode, but two, I think it's, it's a much more personal that way. And, uh, you know, and, uh, yeah. And I, and I always said this show's for the people. And, uh, there we go. I will definitely do as as the days as the as the weeks and months drone on here. Um, I, I definitely want to get some more audience uh, particip- part- participation uh, type exercises. So um, this is just the first of many. We can do another mount. Maybe we'll do a minor league Rushmore or something, um, or an LNH one. Maybe we'll do that one. Maybe we'll do an LNH one next. I think that'd be fun. I know Alec kind of did it and stuff. So I mean, you know, but um, yeah, I think anything like that will be fun. Maybe we'll do an American League one or something like that. So um ohl one whl one i mean that you know the possibilities are endless so but uh i will keep you guys notified on that but uh anyway guys it is getting late and i think that i can hear the water running upstairs the wife's getting ready to go to bed so i'm gonna shut up here but uh thank you very much again for everybody that took part uh for everybody out there listening i appreciate it whatever platform you're listening to this show as i would say if you could rate and review my show i would greatly appreciate it it's um, it does, it, you know, it, it helps me out in the search. Like I said, you're going there to hit play anyway. If you could just, just hit the star voting or rating, that'd be great. And, uh, yeah, guys, other than that, check me out on social media, on Twitter and Facebook at fourth line voice, as well as on YouTube fourth line voice. I have over 2,500 videos. So check it out. Um, all they're all sorted, whatever league you're looking for, just type in NHL, AHL, OHL, whatever. Boom up. They'll come. And I uh, got a lot of great stuff, a lot of rare stuff on there too especially junior stuff that isn't uh, that isn't readily available out there so it's cool to see a lot of the guys in like their junior days so i encourage you to check that out but uh i'm going to shut up and get out of here thank you very much for tuning in we'll talk to you cats on on sunday maybe we'll talk bracket and march madness oh boy go zags thanks everybody